Worshipping the Buddha statue. I'm doing meditation since 21, since age 21. After taking meditation, I am, I am doing less worship, and I feel there's no point in worship, since Buddha teach me, taught me only we can help ourselves. I just want to know if it's okay I don't worship. Well, the Buddha said the best sort of worship is practice. Um, he didn't use the word worship, although you might translate it that way. Yeah, I mean, you could if you look at his wording. Um, because when the Buddha was was getting ready to pass into final liberation, all of the angels from all around the universe came and all of the people came and offered flowers and candles and incense um, to the body, to, to worship the Buddha's dying body. And the Buddha, he wasn't dead yet, he said to Ananda, he brought Ananda over and he said to Ananda, you see they're worshipping in this way. But he said, this isn't how you truly worship or, or pay respect to someone who is uh, fully enlightened. He said the proper way to pay respect to someone is through the practice. Yoko Ananda Bikuwa Bikuniwa Ubasakowa Upasikawa Dhamma Nudhamma Patipano Sodathagata Karukaroti Anudhamachari Sodathagatang Karukaroti Sakaroti Karukaroti Manyeti pujeti paramaya pujaya. So the word puja, puja, which you could say means worship. Uh, the highest form of worship is through practicing the Dhamma in line with or for realizing the Dhamma for oneself. Um, so in that light, I would say it's not, not really proper to say we shouldn't worship or to say that the Buddha would have us not worship. The Buddha said, Puja cha puja niya nang etamang galamutamang. This is a great blessing, paying worship, worshiping those worthy of worship, or paying homage, we often, because we don't want to, you know, we try to, try to uh, tone it down. People don't like the word worship. Actually, worship is a wonderful word, actually. It's just become corrupted by, or, or it's been taken hostage by theistic religions. Worship means worthship holding someone to be worthy of, of homage or, or have to have some worth, to put it simply. It's actually not such a God-based, theistic-based word. Worthship. It has to do with worth. So it's, it's expressing your feeling of something having, a veneration of something having great worth and great value and great merit. So, uh, because we do consider the Buddha to be something that has great worth, and we do hold the Buddha up very high. So we develop um, when we do our when we do practice worship, we develop states of humility and states of, grat of uh, gratitude towards the Buddha, which are wholesome mind states, which create peace in the mind, create confidence in the mind, um, create contentment in the mind. When we give ourselves up to the Buddha, there's one monk. He said, "Udamajiva uh, Hamdro." He said, uh, "When you give yourself up to the Buddha, then uh, when pain comes, you don't have to worry about it. You can say it's not my body. I gave it to the Buddha already. 
but but the the act of paying homage is a uh, an act of gratitude and 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 uh, veneration. It's not an unwholesome thing. What we see as unwholesome, we see other people doing it and thinking that that's practice, that that's um, of of some um, ultimate benefit, some end in and of itself. Having paid, having worshipped something high without really knowing much about it, this is, has some benefit. Um, and and you know, in in a conventional sense, it does. It makes one happy. It makes one confident, and can theoretically lead a person to be born in a, in heaven, for example. So this is, we might even say that theistic religions have some merit to them in the sense that they do teach people theoretically how to go to heaven through this practice of of uh, prayer and worship and developing mind states of rapture and, and, and so on. And of course the negative side is they have these wrong views and the ideas that heaven is permanent, but even beings in heaven have wrong views. We've I talked about this with Bhante Anoma once. We were wondering, he was saying, no, no, Christian people can't go to heaven because they have wrong view. And I said, well, you know, if you think about it, devas, many devas have wrong view. The angels have wrong view. So going to heaven, is not, it's, not, it's difficult. But it's not difficult in the sense that Buddhist meditation is difficult or, or insight is difficult. It's difficult in the sense you have to work hard and you have to develop wholesome states. So in a conventional sense, paying, you know, worshipping something, uh, has has benefits. It brings power to the mind. It's a um, objectively beneficial mind state. The negative side is the blind faith and the the you know belief that by doing this you're going to somehow go to heaven if you worship a, a god or you worship an idol or so on. And people worship trees and in India they worship phallic symbols and so on. The idea that somehow it's going to bring benefit. This is wrong view. And it can lead you to be born as an angel, but you'll still have wrong view, for example. So, from a Buddhist point of view, we don't look at that. We don't, we don't uh, pay much attention to it. We do uh, customarily pay homage to the Buddha. You know, even Mahakasapa, when the Buddha was pa had passed away, Mahakasapa came and paid homage to his feet. Uh, we do do this. We worship. You know, he came, and you could say worship the Buddha. Expressed his feeling that the Buddha had some worth, and and the idea that the Buddha was his teacher. But he didn't do it thinking that it was going to bring some benefit. He just did it out of respect and a feeling that uh, it was the proper thing to do, out of you know, respect and gratitude for his teacher and for the Buddha, who was a very special being. But we don't consider it to be our practice. And this is why the Buddha was very careful before he passed away to say, this is not the highest form of homage. The highest form of homage is the practice of the Buddha's teaching. And so... You, you you shouldn't hold such a hard line. I wouldn't recommend holding such a hard line stance as worship is useless and I shouldn't engage in it. I would harmonize the two views by saying that this is the highest form of homage, the highest form of worship that I'm doing already, because the Buddha himself said that. And so it, it keeps the mind from getting overly critical and skeptical and, and antagonistic, because people who criticize things and say this is no good and that's no good as as many people do, Buddhists will often do, saying, oh, these people worshipping, they just have all this blind faith, and people who are anti-theists, um, talking about how, how silly theistic religions are, and so on. This is an antagonistic, a negative mind state. A person who engages in this will actually have a lot of unwholesomeness. So you, if you look at many atheists, prominent atheists, they actually uh, have 
these, these negative mind states that you can see there they can some some of them are actually angry people and and unwholesome have great unwholesomeness in their mind because they're just all about denying things uh, you know and of course the fact that they deny the existence of the mind but that's a whole other issue um, what I mean to say is that theistic people can actually be really nice people and um, makes you think that in some senses we have a lot more in common with them and they can actually be more um, inclined towards meditation practice. What stops them, of course, is the, the wrong view. So the wrong view that only this will lead you to, only Jesus will lead you to heaven, only only Muhammad or, or, or only Allah or so on. You know. These kind of wrong views are, are, are what generally stop them from coming to practice meditation. Um, not the worshipping, the worshipping and the prayer and so on. It actually creates benefit, creates wholesome mind states. It's the, the views associated with it that are the problem. <laughs>